the initial process was the biggest piece. When you're building all that content and you're creating all those things and you're creating that nurturing content while resisting the urge to throw sales in their face. This is Three Marketers Walk Into a Podcast, episode 48. You're listening to Three Marketers Walk Into a Podcast, brought to you by the fine folks at Response Suite. We're all told we should be putting content out there. We should be like sharing stuff and putting videos and writing blog posts. And the thing is, how much of that stuff do you keep precious and secret inside your paid programs versus the stuff that you should give away for free? And how do you figure out the difference? What a big conundrum. What a conundrum. <laughs> hey, I've this been is... called many things in my life, but never a big conundrum. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is Rob and Kennedy Hello. from Response Suite. We're back once again. This week, we're chatting to Jeff Gargas. We are going to be speaking to Jeff in just a few moments' time. And we're really excited because Jeff's got a really great philosophy around about how much you should give away. And basically, the answer is give it away. Give it away yeah. and give some more stuff away. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a big debate about what do you give away for free? What's paid? How do you know what's what? It's not just about how much stuff, but like how do you know which bits to give away for free? There's the argument that says give all your best stuff away for free. Yes. And then people buy your programs and they sort of... And be disappointed. Well, <laughs> that's what you would think. But I think what actually happens is they like merge everything they've learned from you together into that thing. What and I everything think, my philosophy them. is, you can give it all away. But what you do is you sort of give give it away and sort of little tidbits. You sort of give it away. But what people are paying for is a systemized way of learning, is the color by numbers, is the step-by-step, do this and then do that and do the other. And seeing how it all comes together as an actual process, I think that's often what they're looking for. The other thing I think they might be looking for is a specific outcome. Whereas you might, if you're a social media person, for example, right? We have a lot of our customers that respond to it are social media people. So easy comparison to make, is you might teach a thing about here's how a good thing to do on LinkedIn and then uh, the next day's video, the next week's video might be here's a really good thing to do on your blog and then here's another thing. But what you might then release is, and that happens over a bunch of time, I should say, like over a bunch of months or whatever. So you've had a few tips about LinkedIn and a few tips about Facebook and a few things about Instagram. But then you release your Instagram growth program. They're now going to see every single thing that they do on Instagram specifically. So they want to try to get a specific outcome rather than the, the sort of inspirational stuff. And the, oh, that's a really good idea, which is what your, your, your free content should do. For me, I don't know about you, but... I mean, it sounds like a terrifying thing to do, but the truth is however much stuff you give away for free, mm. there's always going to be a whole bunch of people who want more stuff from you. They want to come in and get more stuff. They want to work with you on a closer level. Maybe that's through a high ticket coaching program, yeah. whatever it might be. They, they want more access to you. And so that drives that. That that means that you can give everything away for free. Everything. Every single thing you know yes. away for free. And people will still want to come well, and get Let's take more. the example of like a celebrity, okay? What's the name of the guy who's in that film, The Greatest Showman? What's, what's his name? Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman, right. Hugh Jackman, you can go and watch any of Hugh Jackman's films for, I don't know, free if you've got like Netflix or some kind of thing you're already paying for. Or let's say you go to the cinema and it costs you a 10 or 15 quid or whatever it's going to cost. That's fine. You'll pay your 10 or 15 quid to do that. But if you want to go and have dinner with Hugh Jackman and spend some time with him, or you want to go to a, I don't know, a singing class because you want to learn how to sing or something with him, you're going to pay significantly more for that. So it's really about, do they get to spend some time with you and have personal access? And there's gurus, I hate to use that word, but there's gurus 
who teach, I don't know, internet marketing, for example, who you can see all their free stuff and watch their videos online. But if you want to be in their coaching program where you actually get to talk to them directly in their cool, funky studio or whatever with their, their Q&A sessions, that's what you pay for. You're paying for really to get closer to them and be in a smaller, more intimate group, even if that intimate group is still as of a few thousand people, aren't you? I mean, that's it. It's really interesting. Well, I'm I want to just talk about response people for a second because I'm really excited about what we've, what we've released this week. Are you not excited? Like, Of course. I'm always excited. <laughs> this week, in case you don't know, for all of our response week customers, and hey, for you, if you're not a response week customer, we've been working really hard on getting this scoring and quiz ability built into response week. And I'm, I'm just pumped about it. Some of the stuff that our customers are doing, by the way, I want to just give a big shout out to response week customers for doing some absolutely amazing stuff. But before we, before we carry on, I want to give a big heads up to one of the people who left, an, left another lovely review on the old iTunes. And by the way, before I do read out this lovely review, if you haven't already, please go over to this following address, Rob, what is it? Just responsesweet.com forward slash iTunes. That'll be great. Leave us a review and we'll give you a name check. Not only will you, will we read you out and, and say hello to you on the show, but we'll also uh, give you a name check. But also it really helps us really helps spread the word so we can keep delivering this really good content to more and more people like yourself. But here's somebody who did it. Roy DJ said, good snippets of advice and information with a well-run podcast that flows smoothly, lively, so it keeps your attention. Well, we do do our best, Roy DJ. I'm waiting for somebody to leave a review that says, the guests are great, the content's amazing, but who are these twits? Well, yeah, that's, that's the review I'm going to be. I'm going to be leaving. <laughs> so let's get to something a little bit more serious, actually, because we could do with some inspiration at this point in the week, Rob. So let's go for Rob's quote of the week. Yes, because as they say, you can make tears out of toadstools, but it won't close the bread bin. Well, I'm going to have food for thought for you there. They may, they may see that really tugs on the heartstrings, doesn't it? It really does. Of course, if you are the kind of person who runs any kind of high ticket coaching program, any kind of coaching program, one of the things that's really important is that you attract the right types of people. Indeed. So over the past, I don't know, 10 plus years, we At were least. talking about how long we've been on the internet marketing world the other day, the online business community. Over the last 10 plus years, we have been working with a whole bunch of different high ticket coaches, consultants, both our own programs and other people's. And we have discovered the kind of perfect process for getting people to apply for a coaching program. That's the right kind of questions to ask, the order to ask them in, the colors, the framework, the answers you give them, the options of, all that stuff. And of course, uh, we would love to give you all of that stuff for free. All you have to do is head over to perfectapplicationform.com. You'll be able to go ahead and download a full PDF walkthrough that gives you everything. We've gone really in-depth. Originally, we thought it'd probably be about a page, but it's not. It's this enormous collection of really useful information, all presented in a formulaic way that you can just go and build your perfect application form. You can go and do that all that right now. And of course, this week we're speaking to Jeff Gargas. Let's head into the interview. Jeff's really done an amazing job at building a huge tribe by giving away not just his best stuff, but all of his stuff. Let's not give away all of his secrets. Let's speak to Jeff. Jeff, welcome to the Free Marketers Walk Into a Podcast. How are you? I am doing fantastic. Really appreciate you guys having me on. Super excited to, to keep talking with you. We're excited. Very excited to talking to, I mean, were you actually a school teacher yourself? I was not. Oddly enough, I'm actually a three-time college dropout. Um, I actually did teach, which, which to make it, put it even more funny, I guess, funny, ironic, however, twist you want on that is I actually taught college for a little bit though, just for a couple of years at Kent State University as an adjunct. So, <laughs> so it sounds it was an interesting twist because 
<laughs> it sounds to me like you, you, you liked it so much. You dropped out three times. To I, go back. <laughs> and I still miss it. I need a fourth shot. So I'm going to go teach. Yeah. Well, I was in this weird. Yeah. So, uh, you know, yeah, it was, it's a weird path how I eventually got here. And it's, it's really, I'm, I'm surrounded by our team is we've got, we've got a couple of just amazing teachers that allow me to be involved in this. And, and I do a lot of the business side, but it's, yeah, it's, it's a really, it's a, it's a fun story when I share that, that I, you know, not that I, that, not that I advocate, you know, people dropping out of college, but no. It, right. it wasn't okay. the right well, fit gonna, for me and stuff. So, <laughs> Jeff, we're going to do something we don't really do here on the Three Marketers okay. podcast, which is we don't usually start off by delving in to people's actual story because we're not really a story-based <clears throat> podcast. But your story is actually quite unique, and it's going to allow us to pull out some interesting lessons that many of us are going to be able to learn from. I am sure. So, you've got a business partner called Chad. Tell us a bit about what you do. So, uh, so we're, we're a company team, whatever you want to call it, uh, called teach better team. Um, it's teachbetter.com is where we sit everything at. And the whole thing started, like you mentioned with my buddy, Chad Ostrowski, um, who was a phenomenal teacher, um, Woodrow Wilson teaching fellow, uh, back, back when he first got started, he was a seventh grade science teacher in Ohio in the United States. And, um, Basically, what happened was Chad had was was in a rough. It was in a, a tough district, high needs district. Kids who come from a, a tough background, dealing with a lot of stuff, and typically a lot of struggle in school. And Chad had done pretty well, but it came across a couple years where he was struggling, and then one year where he he'll tell you it was the worst year of his career and possibly his life, where he just wasn't. Things just weren't going like they were. He was failing the reach of students. They weren't engaged. He was struggling. There was classroom management issues all over the place. And essentially what it got to is Chad was just sitting, waiting for the bell for that sort of sweet release of getting the heck out of there every day. Mm. And it started, it was really, it wasn't good for students, wasn't good for him. It was affecting him as a husband and as a father. Um, and he decided that at the end of that year that he had to make a change. He either needed to quit being a teacher or he needed to figure out how to do it better. Um, he chose to stay because he, <laughs> he loved what he was trying to do and impacting kids and long story short, which I don't do short. Well, you'll find that out really quickly or long. I don't know. I don't quick doesn't work either, but, uh, he did a lot of research, found out that mastery learning seemed to answer a lot of the uh, issues that he was having in his classroom, but there was no real way out there to like manage all the pieces of mastery learning because it, it can get kind of messy. So Chad pieced something together for himself out of necessity. And it's something that we now call the grid method. And it's what, it's one of the big things that we train on, um, when we train teachers and stuff. And, uh, Chad and I have a connection from a, from a past life that I'll try not to go too far into because that could just hold, start a whole nother thing. Um, <laughs> but when I was younger, I actually had an independent record label and I managed artists and worked with artists and Chad was a drummer in a band that I managed for a little while. So we had this relationship from there. Um, and then we did, we coached a little bit of, uh, soccer, uh, together. Um, and so we had this friendship that had built and, and he knew I was in, in the, at the time I was in the online marketing world and, you know, had done stuff with content marketing and Chad was, was basically getting stopped in the hall by other teachers and asked a lot of questions about this new way that he was teaching in his classroom because it was working so well with these kids that a lot of people thought were unreachable, that they were unteachable, that were just, just those kids, you know? Yeah, and uh, he came to me and said, Hey, I think I want to do like an ebook that I could put up where these teachers, all my colleagues could go and kind of get all the principles of what I'm doing. So then I can just ask a follow-up question, stuff like that. And the story that I will tell is that I was driving around my neighborhood in circles for like an hour and a half. Listen, it was raining. It was dark. It was a late night. Listen to Chad tell me about all this stuff that he changed and what it done for him, not just like for his students, but for him as a teacher, him as a father, him as a husband. And I said my, what is now amongst our team, my famous just words of inspiration where I said, dude, we're not just doing an ebook. 
<laughs> like we've got to do something different. You have to share this with people. And, um, that led to me then telling him that I wanted to just give it all away for free and teach teachers how to do what he was doing. And he of course looked at me and said, well, wait a minute, you said you thought we could make money. Why do we give it all away? And, and I explained to him, you know, the concept behind what we, you know, what, what I know as the, the, you know, helper sell method, which is a good friend of mine, Matt White writes on that. Um, and we, we started just creating content and creating online courses and going to events, to conferences, doing anything we can to get out and just share these changes that Chad had made with teachers. And, um, now that's what we do. <laughs> now we, I mean, we've got a, a nice small team. It's a, big, it's a big shift. Let's just pull yeah. this out of there for a moment. So what you're saying is yeah, Chad comes to you this with amazing thing. Uh, he says, yeah. this is, this is my, my life's work. I'm so proud of it. This is going to be the best thing ever. We're going to be bajillionaires when we sell this. And you say, no, 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 no. We're going to give it away for free. Now that's going to be a big flip for a lot of marketers because most marketers, okay, yes. we give stuff away for free and blog posts and videos and podcasts. And, and mm-hmm. a lot of marketers will pull things out of their paid products to give them away as lead magnets and stuff. But effectively, your, your thing was, let's not just like make a one-page checklist about this and give it away for free. Let's like give the farm away. Let's give away the whole thing. Talk to us a little bit about that. So yeah, so I mean, we do have courses that we sell and we do sell training and stuff, but the, the original things that we created were just, it was a free course. Someone can literally take our free course and implement the grid method in their class. And we have teachers that do have done it all over the country and, and, and in other countries as well, who have taken that free online course, hundred percent free, no strings attached. Jeff, how, yeah. how long and how detailed is that course? Is that like a two day course, a month long course? Like how, how big is a free course? That course, I mean, you can move, the teachers can move through it at their own pace. So, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's going to take them probably about, you know, 12 hours. 12, 13 wow. So hours. it's, I mean, or, a lot of people would say these days, don't do that because it means they, it takes them a long time to consume it before mm-hmm. they, yeah, that basically getting in the way of the sale. Yeah. And so, and, and, and even with the course, once you create the course, now they understand they know how to make what we call mastery goods, which is sort of like the backbone of how they run their class. Like there's a lot of time and effort that goes into that, that can take even more time. Um, and then implement it in. And so, yeah, that, that was sort of Chad's reaction too. And his thing was like, well, how do we make money? And my belief has always been in, or not always been, but since working in, in the agency world with, with this, the gentleman I mentioned before, Matt White, and just getting into this and understanding that, if you do it right and you focus on, on truly helping them and truly supporting them and not just doing it to trick them, and don't get me wrong, we have our funnels and we guide them through and we nurture them, um, but we do it all with that mindset. And I told Chad, I said, if we do it right and they are able to take what we give them and implement the grid method, and like I said, if we do it right and we build that, that, that trust and that support for them and we're transparent and we're truthful, they're going to see that it's better with us. Yes, and I mean, now that, wow, I mean, my brain's just buzzing, Jeff. I mean, it's, so you've got to put them through this course, which has got a 12 hour consumption period on plus implementation. So do you, I mean, I'm thinking about commercials here, right? There's the commercial business. Most of our listeners are now, if they're anything like me thinking, all right, like, just like Chad, where's the money in this? So do you make offers during that? Because you, you, as you said, it's part of a funnel. Do you make offers while they're still consuming this 12-hour program to upgrade elements? Like, where, where do you monetize? Uh, so we do some of that now. We did not for the first several years. Now they have options. We have other online courses and stuff so they can dive into other aspects. But the, the unique thing about the way that we work with and, and why we, we continue to still focus on teachers is that they are, they're not the ones who actually write the biggest checks to us. 
Um, our ultimate, you know, our target is actually the school districts and the school buildings, what, you know, whether either the building or district, the, the administration of that. And, and what we figured out is that we didn't want to target and try to take money out of teachers' pockets who are already very underpaid and overworked yeah. and underappreciated in, in, in so many uh, ways. Um, but we, you know, we said, and we still say, but we're fine taking some money from districts um, because we feel, what we, and we say that with the fact that we know what we're doing helps kids. And that's sort of the driving force behind everything. Totally. Where, where the money comes in is what we figured out early on is that if we did that, we truly supported them. We never sold them. So they never got that bad taste in their mouth and they knew that they could come to us and we were this resource for them, not just for free content that's fluffy, but actual free content that they can put into place and actionable stuff. And they knew that they could call us and it was our cell phones. It didn't go to some operator, right? And they knew they could email us and we picked it up right away. You can ask our wives. We answered all this stuff really quickly, right? That eventually what happened is you get these small groups of, of teachers or, or one just rockstar teacher, or whatever that start implementing in their school and, and it starts impacting their students and they start seeing positive growth and those test numbers change. And the, when the admins going for observations, they're noticing a very different uh, classroom than what they were used to. And students are working on different things, but they know where they're at, they're owning their learning. And what happens then is that an administrator takes a look and says, I want all my classes to look like that how do I do that? Where did you get this? Why did you make these changes? And then they call us. And so what that's done is, is been able to make it so that we don't have to do the nasty cold calling because we hate it. It's not fun and I don't want to do it. <laughs> There's really two things to pull out of that. I mean, obviously a lot of you know coaches, experts, people who sell information, they have loads of stuff in their brains, right? Loads of stuff they know, all the things they know that enable them to teach what they teach so that somebody fired any question at them, they'd have an answer. And one of the, it's one of the challenges I think that faces people when they start to say, okay, well, what do I put in a course and what do I put in a blog post and what do I give away for free? And uh, So how do you guys like sit down and work out like, okay, well, that just needs to be a course or this needs to go into some sort of coaching thing or like, how do you guys work out what goes where figure out which bit of information i suppose uh yeah it's it's sort of you know a lot of it seems to come from when when we write when we're writing blogs or creating videos um essentially so i i kind of uh sort of manage that in the sense of i'm coming up with a lot of ideas based on you know and we, we we're talking with our facebook you know our fans and in our facebook group and doing polls and just as we're talking to teachers about like what, what do we need to create content on what, what should we do because we do a lot more than the grid method now and then what happens usually when we come up with more courses is you know someone like you know one of the amazing teachers that uh, people on our team is ray hewitt she's phenomenal um and I'll, I'll ask Ray, hey, write a blog post on XYZ, right? And Ray gets excited about that topic because she just loves it. It helps change things in her classroom. She just gets going. And typically she comes back and I'm like, hey, you didn't give me a blog post. You gave me 15 blog posts. Like there's so much in this. Like let's, this isn't top of the funnel stuff. This isn't just something that someone can read really quick. I think this is something we need to put into a course and we go with it. Um, it's something that, you know, where we find passion on our team, like that's what we decide. Okay, like this is something that we really want to dive deep into because we've seen it in classrooms across the country, changing the way teachers are operating. And we know the teachers need a little bit more of this. We got to, you know, if it's, if it's that big of a change, it really can't fit into like a blog piece. It's got to, it's got to go into a course or an email series or a challenge or something of that nature. And it's really just sort of organic amongst our team, how we figure out what that is. Um, but we try really, we've always done, I think pretty well listening to our audience, talking to our audience, surveying our audience and connecting with them to figure out what are you trying to do? What's working in your classroom? Um, the fact that I am the only one on our team that's not a classroom teacher really helps us there because 
Chad and Ray and Tiffany, who are our lead trainers and developers, they're, they know it works. They're amazing teachers that have been in there. And then as we're in visiting schools and talking with more teachers, um, they tell us what we need to create. They tell us what we need to try on, train on because it's what they're, they're trying to do in their classroom, what they're struggling with and those challenges. For people who listen to this who are coaches and consultants have kind of some kind of coaching program, I guess the big lesson to take out of this here is that you can give people a load of stuff. You can give people your system. You can tell people what to do. And the truth is they're going to want your help to speed it up faster. For example, if somebody teaches that, this is just a really simple example. If somebody mm-hmm. teaches marketing like paid Facebook ads, you can give the system away for free because when a lot of people try and implement it, they're going to run into roadblocks because they're not you. They don't have your audience. They don't have your content. They're doing their version of it. And therefore, if something doesn't quite work for them or, or they think they get even better results they're going to come they're, they're going to want to come to you i guess so like they can see exactly. the system amazing and they're really grateful for the fact that it's there and they're starting to get some results but they know they can accelerate those results or get even better results that's really help. interesting because i was thinking why are the if we're going to give everything away let's just say we gave everything away why would someone pay us right and i've sort of bolded down to three things i think people will pay us to take the information or to take the lessons and make the impact faster. They will pay for speed. They'll pay for a quicker result. That's the first one. I think the second thing they'll do is they'll pay to have it in a sequential order. So for example, so it's systemized. So rather Mm -hmm. than it just being a blog post about this one subject and then a video over there on YouTube on another thing and then then a podcast interview over there, they'll pay for a systemized way of doing like the building box blocks, the, the paint by numbers, the individual steps. And the third, the, the third reason I think people pay for us to take, that, to take that next step is for us to do it for them. Or troubleshoot mm-hmm. problems. And that is the last one. Yeah, that is the last one, isn't it? It's got to be about troubleshooting problems, having access to us and our sort of wider experience yeah. in, in the sort of trenches knowledge. Do you have any examples of that? Or would you agree with that? Or am I barking up an entirely different tree? No, I, you, you're, you're on my tree, man. That's a thousand percent why, why it's worked. And so the way it works with us specifically is exactly what you said is, is one of those many reasons that it, but it's coming from a district where they're, you know, well, well, for one, a teacher might say, so we have like the free course, but we do have more in depth courses that sort of help you like really master the system. So you can do the system and you can rock and roll. We have teachers that do amazing without ever spending a dime. They're just doing free, but we have other pieces that break down specific pieces that help you master. Cause maybe you just didn't pick up on it as well. You need a little extra work. So from a, from a, you know, what we teach sometimes that's where they go and they may buy our membership on our course, which gets them all of our courses for nine bucks a month, or they might buy a single course. But more importantly for us is that when the district, when that admin, either that principal or the, or the district level admin sees what's going on and they say, I want this to happen on my all my classrooms, but they say I, I need you to do it for me because I need it to be done on a massive scale. And I could just buy, you know, or send my entire staff there, but what happens, like you said, what happens when there's trouble? How do we troubleshoot this? How do we support this? And one of our biggest, I think the things that separates us from so many professional development providers in, our, in the industry is that we provide that support. Um, we we provide follow-up. We thrive on that, on coming into the schools and visiting and working with the teachers to figure out what's working for them individually because every district is different, every building is different, every teacher is different at every level of the educational world. So there's not one, there's no one size fits all, right? So a big piece of what we do is that not only are we going to help train them so they're trained as best they possibly can be to do this right, 
but then we're going to work with them. We're going to visit your school. We're going to hang out with the teachers. We're going to work with you as an admin team to make sure you know what you look at, you're looking for. And we're going to be that support system. The best way I usually describe that to the admin is say, look, like you have a million and a half things on your plate every day. And when a teacher tries something new in the classroom and they hit the inevitable challenges that they're going to hit, when they turn around, you may not be able to be there because you've got a million things to do. You're running a district, right? Let us be the team that's there to support them. Let us be this, this transparent, this group of uh, support for them so that we can help them through those hurdles so that they can continue to implement uh, you know, uh, with fidelity and do it the right way. Because one of the most common things, reason why uh, implementation of new initiatives in schools don't work is because there's no follow-up. There's no continuation. And when we hit a, when we hit a roadblock, we just revert back to what we can do because teachers have a lot going on. It's really hard to get through that. So I think that's a big piece, but it's, it's, it's just what you said is they look and they say, well, we want this done right. Right. Or we want this done fast. Like you said, or we want this done without us having to worry too much. Well, if we've proved and we've grown to be the expert to those teachers that are the ones that are causing the administration to want to do it, where else are they going to go? They're going to call us. This is really cool. And the other thing I really like about this, I think, is that, again, if we think about anyone who's a coach, consultant, or expert who sells information products, is this. If you've got a system, a thing that you teach, whether it's helping people to lose weight, whether it's helping teachers to have better success in the classroom, whatever it's going to be, if you teach that thing and you spread the message far and wide and you, you share all that stuff for free, you are going to have some like superstar high performers in your audience who come along, they read the thing, mm-hmm. they learn it, they go off by themselves, they get as good a result as you, maybe better results than They're you. really good at connecting all the dots and doing all like, the They've just done it by themselves because yep. they're really smart they're really good yeah they're they're the top tier of of hyper action takers they're going to go out and people are going to see them and say wow how the the heck did you do this and they're going to say oh it's this really cool system that jeff and chad were teaching and they sort of send you over they sort of send you this like residual group of people from their like audience of of friends and family and connections and i'm can can i jump in and interrupt because you're making a i wanted to I'm sorry. I'm going to interrupt you because I, I love what you're saying. I want to touch because something you were saying earlier made me think of this, but like what you're saying is so is another big thing that I talk with Chad about. I don't know if you guys are familiar with John Lee Dumas. Yeah, of course. Uh, Entrepreneurs on fire, big, massive, obviously a uh, podcast uh, audience. Um, I, I always talk as Chad was like, well, what about the people like you're just talking about those superstars that will probably maybe never, ever meet us. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's awesome because we can always look back and say, Hey, look, if they don't need us, that means they're impacting students, which means we're further in our mission and I can sleep at night. That's okay. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the business side, it's like, okay, but they're, ne- they're never going to buy anything. So why are we doing all this and stuff like that? I've literally never purchased anything from John Lee Dumas. And I apologize, John, if you're listening, you're still awesome, but I've never purchased anything. But I literally followed his f- formula when I started a podcast way back when, another podcast of mine before. And when people will talk to me about podcasts, like, oh, how'd you start? I'm like, I, I don't have time to explain it. Go check out John Lee Dumas. He walks you through everything. Yeah. He did it for free for me. And I've never, I've never bought anything. He's never made a dime off of me specifically, but I've sent dozens, if not probably maybe even hundreds of people to his site. And I guarantee some of them have purchased something, whether it be his podcast and course or all the other courses that he does, or maybe they advertised or whatever. So there's just, you, like you guys talked about, you have these people that, that may not need us. They may not need a support. And you have districts that take it too. We, we've, We'll find out. We'll, we'll be on listening on social media. We'll find out a district like was just doing a professional development day, sharing our free course. And we're like, that's awesome. That means they solve value. That means they're helping their, their teachers to impact students. And maybe someday they might need us and they'll bring us in. But if they don't, that's okay. Because when someone else wants to do that, they'll be like, well, we did this. And that school district might not be able to do it on their own. And they might call us. And so it's the sort of, and that's what I think you mentioned earlier. Like a lot of marketers, a lot of business people have trouble with this sort of thinking because they're like, well, I just lost the sale. Yeah. And my thing has always been, if that person's not going to 
buy us after falling in love with what we do and not going to pay us, they weren't going to pay us in the first place. Unless we tricked them. And I don't want to trick them. I want to be able to sleep at night with knowing that I didn't trick someone in. I want them to want to work with me. Definitely. And that, definitely. that example of JLD is a perfect example of making marketing go viral and stuff and, and growing oh, yeah. a bigger movement. Now, we're going to interrupt proceedings here but to play a little game. Hey, you don't want to miss out on more of these fabulous nuggets, do you? Make sure you subscribe to the Three Marketers Podcast now on your podcast player. Uh, and so here's how it works. Uh, my colleague Kennedy here. Hello. That's him. He's going to sing a song for you, Jeff. Now, he's going to sing a song, <laughs> but he's going to do it in the style of a traditional British club singer, which means that some of the words may be somewhat confused and disguised. Your job, Jeff, and dear listener at home, is simply to guess what song Kennedy sings. Jeff, what song do you think it was? <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I'm trying. I'm playing it in my head. I'm listening. I've That's listened to your podcast several times before, and I'm like, oh, it was decent. that was one of the best. I, 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 I mean, it was beautiful. Like you saying, thank you. Thank you. I just don't know. Just, what I was hoping to. that you might have some connections from the back in the day when you used to be in the old music. I, I know. Like this, this was the part. Like I, I've listened to you guys. I'm like, oh, I'm, I, I got to get this. I, okay, I'm going gonna, <laughs> to embarrass myself, but I, I don't know. Um, uh, I'm, I think we can just stop now so we can get to the end. So you guys can tell me what the song is. <laughs> we will put you out of your misery at the end of the episode and tell you. I don't know. I don't have a guess. I apologize. I don't ah, know. No worries. Okay. So let's. So what we're talking about here is we're talking about. I mean, are we talking about a fairly long sales cycle then with this technique you're talking about? Yes. I mean, what are we talking about? I mean, what everybody wants, right, is we want to run a Facebook ad and then we want them to land on a page, put their email address in and then tripwire, bang, escalate them up through our funnel (laughs) and be a squillionaire by Christmas. That that all sounds like we we want that to happen within a matter of days. What is your sales cycle right now using this? So it's going to be, you're looking at more like a 12, 12 or so month sales uh, cycle. Now the, the thing, the, the, here's the catch is that, you know, you don't know because some are going to move much faster. So, so when I say 12 to that, I mean, if you're going to start this way, it's going to take you, it might take you six to 18 months to start seeing the return. Now, that doesn't mean that every single person is going to take that long. Um, we have, we have several, you know, clients now that, the person who led us to that client was on our email list being dripped on for eight months, six to eight months, gotten, you know, 45, 50 different emails, opened only three of them, clicked on two, but that last one they clicked on led to them asking for professional development. We went, you know, then we went and did some PD with them, which led to them wanting to implement it, which led to that, which is, so it ends up being a long process, but the initial process was the biggest piece when you're building all that content and you're creating all those things and you're creating that nurturing content with while resisting the urge to throw sales in their face um, and trying and really building the community of, Hey, like we're really not selling you here. We, you just going to want to work with us. And that, that took a while, but then it, it was almost spot on, you know, a lot of most of your stuff, if you, you know, if you listen to like Joe Paluzzi and content marketing world, stuff like that, mm. it says, you know, it's a, it's a content marketing, the 12 to 18 month gain and about month 13 is when we started seeing incoming requests, um, you know, coming from the website and from social media and stuff. So it was almost spot on there. Now, you know, it's, you know, on a regular basis, we have, 
new teachers coming in, downloaded and taking, you know, joining the academy online and things of that nature daily all the time. Um, and our calls are coming in on a daily, if not, you know, if not weekly uh, or several times throughout the week of just miscellaneous calls coming in from, from people that we didn't know um, that we didn't even know were connected to us. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's a patience game. It definitely is. You know, when Chad and I started, we both had, we, we worked full-time jobs in, in other spots. I had a business of my own. He was a teacher. Um, and we had to be very patient. We did a lot of working from, you know, six, at, six o'clock at night or 10 o'clock at night till two in the morning, um, as a, as a true side hustle at the time, um, to get where we are. So, but I, I, think what, I think what's cool here is this isn't like a, a black or white thing. Like, I think this is a scale. And I think that people who right now are maybe on the more salesy end of the scale might start to be able to take some stuff that you've shared with us today and decide, actually, do you know what? I, I should give away <laughs> more stuff for free. That's not to say that I'm now going to remove all sales pages, delete everything and just have a contact page and hope. Absolutely. I, yeah. I think it's just a case of let's, let's take the concepts that are shared here mm. and nudge that scale along a little bit. And for closer. me, the biggest thing is, yes, it's going to be, it might be a, 12 18 months but the thing is the sooner you start the sooner that's going to be like you can think well, i'm going to mm-hmm. start that in 10 months time well great guess how long it's 28 months now and this is definitely a thing mm-hmm. where i think the paydays are likely to be bigger too like this isn't like we're not saying 18 months to make a seven dollar sale no 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 when we work with the district that's a pretty good size check yeah yeah i mean it's, it's, it's a high ticket and, and what you're saying is absolutely true like you don't have that this doesn't mean you don't do uh, run Google ads doesn't mean that you don't run Facebook or any other social right. media ads. You can do that to, in, uh, to speed it up, to speed up that list. So you're dripping on more people that you contact more, you get more people downloaded, more people getting into your, your environment and your community. You can absolutely do that. You can bump, you know, just boost. We started with just simply just boosting posts mm-hmm. on Facebook, ones that were acting, you know, that were doing a little better boosting that, um, and things like that. So we have done some of that very, very, very minimal. If I showed you our, our actual ad spend, over the last two years, you'd probably laugh and, and think that we just didn't even have a business. But um, it's very low. And, and, and honestly, we do a lot of that. Like we do a lot of our ads to, yeah, we drive them somewhere, but a lot of it's to sort of gauge our audience and what's working, what's not working. I do more of those types of things. I run a lot of like just three to five day ads, seven day ads of just testing the different uh, targets, uh, audiences that we can set up and stuff. And that's so just then- a content again? You just send them straight through the content? Yeah, we're pushing the content. Uh, we have now, you know, we, we flipped the model on the academy. We launched the the, the membership, the subscription uh, model this past uh, back in, in last uh, last summer. Awesome. Um, and it started to get a really good feedback. We started getting a lot of uh, good responses from people that got into it, felt that they were getting a lot of value out of it mm. and, and were asking for things. And so we start, we have started to drive people more there. Um, that's That's pretty much the only like you know, quote unquote sales, like targeted stuff that we do as far as towards teachers and stuff, but also districts can buy district licenses and things of that nature. So we have done that, but mostly, yeah, we just drive the, um, to, to the content, um, just trying to get them into our world. Yeah, uh, we have a very, we have a very like surround you everywhere mindset, you know, we, cause we have videos, blogs, online courses, we do, uh, and just and live training. We've got the podcast. We want to be everywhere. Yeah. I think I, I remember listening to another one of your episodes. We talked about like that. It's just, just always being in front of them. I think you guys were talking about like social media and I think someone yeah, referenced being, like a first we, date. We, we, you wouldn't take your date to the same place twice, right? You want to exactly, be around, you want to be there exactly. every day. And that was a great, a great uh, analysis on that. Like you just want to be, if you're just saying the same thing every day, every day, the same thing here. I'm mean, like, I think you talked about like, I'm not going to email you 40 times today, but if I can get in front of you 40 times, cause you saw a blog post, you, you read one of my tweets or a couple of my tweets or whatever you right. saw. So on Instagram, you, you were in our Facebook group. So you got some interaction there. And you got an email and you listen to the podcast. Like we're everywhere now. 
Yeah, we have a much deeper relationship. That's absolutely yeah, because we're there, and, and in every aspect, we're we're supporting you and not selling you. We have a deep relationship. That's a good relationship. Yeah. Okay, we're going to move into what we lovingly refer to as the quick fire round. What would be Love a book it. you'd recommend? Run like a pirate. It's uh, by a gentleman. <laughs> so, uh, so we actually have a book coming out in July. It's called. It's going to be called Teach Better. Go figure, right? And the four there's four of us. Our four main like trainers here is myself, Chad Ostrowski, Tiffany Ott, and Ray Hewitt are writing all four of our voices in it. And it's going to be published with an amazing uh, uh, publishing group called Dave Burgess Con- Consults and Publishing. Um, Dave Burgess wrote a book many years ago called Teach Like a Pirate. Um, he used to travel around dressed as a pirate speaking, and his pirate is an acronym. It's it's amazing book. He's a big bestseller. And they've done a lot of like a pirate style books. They started publishing other teachers because they realized they had a platform that they could help other teachers get their voice out. Amazing people, Dave and Shelley, are. Um, Adam is one of their uh, many amazing authors. Adam wrote a book a few years back called Kids Deserve It, which is an amazing book. And then in 2017, Adam wrote this book called Run Like a Pirate, where he told a lot of stories from his life. He's a big runner. I mean, he actually uh, tells a lot of the book is about in 2017, he ran a marathon every single month, um, which is crazy. But, uh, and he tells a lot about the, just the challenges, stuff. but it's a great book. It's a, it's really just about, it's not about education. I mean, but it works for teachers. It's about just getting more out of your life, just constantly pushing for yourself and going out. Adam's a super intense guy. He's a good friend of mine. Um, but it's a book that when I read it this past summer, it said a lot of things to me that a lot of other things had said about like taking care of myself and everything, but he said it in a way that no one else was able to, to me. And I changed my life, started waking up at 5am running, working out, uh, lost 25 pounds in the last four months, got myself eating healthy, taking care of myself and focusing on things. So I recommend it to anyone in any industry. Um, it's a short read chapters are like three to four pages each. So you can just browse, you know, just blow through it, but a lot of great stuff that'll change your mindset. Very cool. You just said that you get up early. What would you say is your top success habit? But you can't have that one because you've just said it. Oh, I, 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 was, I would normally say wake up and go get it. But I think the biggest thing is taking care of yourself. And we, like we push this so hard. You know, our audience with being teachers, we push it really hard because teachers are just known to like just drive themselves to the max because they're so, you know, they so much love what they have, their passion. Entrepreneurs, business owners, marketers, salespeople are the same way. Right, we tend to just work ridiculous hours. We're never, we're never satisfied with where we're at. We're always trying to push more. We're always trying to be perfect, create that perfect content, reach more people, make that one more call, one more email, whatever. Like, you've got to take care of yourself. Set some time aside to whatever it is. If you want to wake up at five a.m. and run, that's great. If that's not when you want to wake up, I don't care. Whatever. You just want to eat better. If you just want to make sure that you have time to read or listen to an awesome podcast, but take some time, put it in your schedule. And like, just take care of yourself. I used to burn myself at every end of the candle you could find. And now I just focus on trying to get myself to bed at a reasonable time, eat better and just take care of myself first so that I can be a better father, a better husband, and more importantly, better, not more importantly, <laughs> but better, better father, husband, I guess the most important, but like also better leaders for my team and for the people that we work with and stuff. So take care of yourself. It's huge. Okay. So who do you look up to? I look up to my amazing team. Um, I truly do. I don't say that to sound corny or cheesy or anything, but my team of uh, uh, our small little family of a team of Chad and Tiffany, Ray, Michelle, Lexi, and Amber, I look up to them and what we've been able to do together and how we've been able to do it as which such a small team um, and keep it that way and keep that family the way that, that we all push each other. I just, I look up to each one of them for so many different reasons. What are your favorite apps that you think are super cool right now? 
Favorite apps. Um, I love the five minute journal, which is an app for your phone with, which that helps you do reflection and, uh, on a daily basis. Um, I also love my fitness pal. Uh, like I talked about taking care of myself, tracking your, your workouts, tracking your, uh, what you're eating and putting in your body is huge. And then I'm a big fan of Voxer, um, which is really growing amongst educators. Mm. Yes. You're a big fan. <clears throat> and then, and then we, I live and I live and breathe in my entire life in base camp. That's what we used to, to run our business. As far as project management, love love Basecamp. Awesome. Okay, big important question: Who do you like more, redhead Rob or Platinum Kennedy? Oh man, I, I think based on the relationship I was having with with him beforehand, I'm, I'm going to have to say Rob. Ah, oh, yeah. Special connection there on the right yes, the right hand awesome. side of him. It can't be repeated on the web, on the podcast. Well, well, yeah, I, I I tried to say that the best way I could without uh, going there. So checks in the post, Jeff. Check is in the post. Now, finally, where can folks <laughs> where can folks go to find out more about you? Uh, def- you can go to teachbetter.com or teachbetteracademy.com. Those are our sites and our academy site. You can also find us on on any social media at Teach Better Team. Me personally, I'm just at Jeff Gargas, G A R G A S. I'm on, on Twitter's my big, that's where I love to hang out. I'm also on Instagram, which is underscore Jeff Gargas. And then seriously, anyone is always free to email me and connect Jeff at teachbetter.com. Um, and I, like I said, I'm on Voxer too. So pretty much like anywhere you can find us, teach better team is where to, how to connect with us. And then we have a teach better talk podcast, by the way, as well, which can be found on all your favorite podcast stuff. There you go. And of course we'll link to all of that stuff in the show notes, which grace has gracefully gracefully that was i've not new one. see what you've done i like it gracefully <laughs> put together thank you so much for coming and hanging out jeff it's great to see you and speak soon thank you you guys have an awesome one One of the things I really like about that interview is the idea that when you give all your stuff away for free, it yeah. of course brings some people in, mm. but there's like a, like an umbrella effect to that, if you like. So the people who eh, read your stuff, eh, eh. <laughs> Rihanna over there in the corner, uh, if you let's imagine you publish some stuff and let's imagine that a thousand people look at it. Yeah. One of the lessons that we can all pull out of what Jeff just said is that those thousand people all know dozens of other people and that, and those people aren't reading your content, but it sort of starts to spread down. So for example, let's imagine I post a blog post on the internet and you come along and read it for free and learn some great stuff. Mm -hmm. You now go off into the world, you've gained some knowledge from you and you like me. But now when you're in conversation with people, you know, on forums and in real life, they say, I'm confused. It sounds like one of those conundrums where you go, you know that I know that she knows (laughs) that you know that your dog knows that I don't know that you know. Say it again. So I'm going to publish a blog post. Yes. You read it. I do. You've gained some great information and you yes. haven't paid me anything. Correct. Yes. You know, go out, but you now consider me a bit more of an expert than you did before. Sure. You now in conversation with, in forums and groups. And I'm talking and to Grace life, here. Yeah, yeah. Grace might say, I really, I'm really stuck with this blogging thing. And you go, do you know what? The best expert I've ever read about that said this really great thing. You should go and look at his stuff. And so now Grace I send Grace the link to your blog post. Yeah. yeah. Or but it, like she just goes and Googles me and finds my product and ends up buying something that way. Okay. So I think it, it sort of builds a sales, a tribe of salespeople who are just off selling you without really knowing that they're doing it. And what's really nice is you're doing it all by just being kind rather than being like, actually turning into that sort of salesperson. We've made all of the notes. Well, I say we have. Grace has made all the notes on this over at blog.responsory.com slash 048. You can find out all the things we talked about with Jeff in this episode. And of course, if you haven't already, do make sure that you go and leave us a lovely little five-star rating and a review. You can do that on iTunes just by going to responsesweek.com forward slash iTunes, or of course, on your favorite podcast player. That's it for this week. We'll speak to you next week.
Don't miss a thing. Check out the show notes at blog.responsesweet.com.